Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simming Kuf Samach Zayin. We left off in the middle of Sif Aleph. We're on the last line of page Samach Bez. We're about to turn on to page 124. We said in the last year, in the beginning of the simon, that when a person is going to break the bread that he's going to eat, he wants to cut the bread in the place where it's baked well. Then the Mechaber says that before he actually makes the bracha, the yachtoch prusas habetziah. Before he breaks any bread, he has to make a little cut in the place where he's going to make the actual breaking afterwards. It has to be a small cut. Shim yechos baprusa yala sha'ar hakikar imo. It has to be a small enough cut that if he grabs onto the smaller part, the entire loaf will be lifted up with it. She'im lo kein, because if not so, but rather if you lift up the smaller part, the larger part is going to break off. Chashiv kaprusa, then it's already considered only a piece of the loaf and it's not considered a whole loaf. After he makes this small slit in the challah, or in the bread, he leaves it attached to the rest of the bread and he makes his bracha. After he finishes the bracha, then he separates the piece that he started cutting from the rest of the loaf. That way he completed his bracha while he had a bread that was shalim, it was complete. A person should not cut off a piece that is too small because he looks like he's stingy. He also shouldn't break off a piece that's more than the size of a beitza. Then he looks like a glutton. The Ramah says, So even though the Machaber says you should make a little slit in the bread before you make the bracha, and then you'll actually break off that piece. But on Shabbos, says the Ramah, you should not make that little slit in the loaf until after the bracha is done. Kadesh yu akikaro shleimos, because you want to make sure that you have your lecha mishnah with two loaves that are shalim. But if a person forgot and he did make a little bit of a cut, it doesn't damage anything, it's fine. Venera, it appears, That which we said that when you're cutting off a piece from the loaf, you shouldn't cut off a piece that's larger than a beitza, because you look like a glutton that's dafka if it's during the week and you're eating by yourself. But if it's Shabbos, so it's for a Suda Shabbos, for a Suda's Mitzvah, and from the that he's breaking off from the bread. He's going to distribute from there Kazayas to every person that's with him. So So then he's allowed to break off according to how much he needs. Says the Mishabura on the last line of page Tamach Beis, if cut on Dalid, Viyachtoch Vitsarich, Hai Vitsarich, this is it said, Vitsarich Lachtoch Maat, you have to cut it a little bit. This is an explanation of that which the Mechaber started with by saying, that you should make a little slit where you're going to break off the first piece. The explanation of what's going on over here is as follows, and we turn to page 124. The Mikra din, you make the bracha, and then afterwards you break off a piece of the loaf. That way the entire bracha will be made on a bread that is shalim, that is complete. That is the proper honor for a bracha. 
but in order that it shouldn't be a long pause between the bracha and the actual achila, and it shouldn't look like a hafsaka, the poskim say that you should make a little slit in the loaf before you start the bracha, and that amount of cut should be a very small amount like we'll see later, and then he makes the bracha, and then he can finish breaking off that piece of the bread from the entire loaf. So the purpose of making this slit is so that after the bracha, you can much faster break off the piece because it's already the cut has already started and it will come off easier. Says the Mishaburavaitus of Katan, hey, it should be only ma'at, even if the bread that you're making the bracha on is not a full loaf, it's only a piece, still you shouldn't break off the piece that you're going to eat totally before the bracha, even though here you don't have a shalim, but at least you want the bracha to be on a piece of bread that's bigger. And therefore, even if you're only eating a piece of bread or a half a loaf, you want to keep it together as much as you can. So again, you're not going to break off the piece um, before the bracha, you're going to make a little slit and then you'll make the bracha and then you'll cut off the rest afterwards. Sivkatan vav sheim lokein. Because if you're not going to do this, that you're going to cut so such a small amount that you can hold on to the smaller side, and the loaf will carry be carried up with it. Sheim lokein ratzaloma sheim yachto kol kachba kikir. If you're going to cut so much into the loaf, ad kedei shir until the point sheim yochas ba prusad. If you hold on to the smaller piece, lo yalah kikir imo. The loaf is not going to get lifted up with it. V'yeshaver lachatzon and it's going to break in half. Then this piece is already considered broken off and separated from the loaf. Even though if you would hold on to the larger part, the smaller part will get carried along with it. That doesn't make it considered a shalom if you hold the larger part and the smaller part comes along with it. The test is that you have to be able to hold the smaller part and the larger part comes along with it. And therefore, the slit that you make where you're eventually going to break the bread has to be small enough that you're going to lift up the smaller piece and the entire loaf will be lifted up together with it. Sifkatan Zayin. We said after you do this, you leave it attached to the bread and you start your bracha. The Mechaber here is going back to what he said in the beginning. You make a little slit where you're going to break the bread afterwards. We said afterwards in the Mechaber, you shouldn't break off a piece that's too small. That means it shouldn't be a smaller piece than a kezayis because then you look stingy. We also said it should not be more than a If you're breaking off this piece of bread and your plan is to eat right away from that very piece, that's when you shouldn't break off more than a kibetza because you look like a glutton. But not included in this is that which a person is breaking off a large piece from the loaf. He's cutting the challah maybe in half, cutting the loaf in half, and then he's going to cut from there a little piece for the hamotzi. 
In that case, it doesn't look like a glutton. So again, it's only if the piece that you're breaking off, you're eating right away. So then if it's more than a kibetzah, you look like a glutton. But if you're cutting off a very large piece, but then from that piece, you're cutting a little bit for your hamotzi. So then the actual piece that you're eating is not so big. And therefore, you would not look like a ra'avton. Sivkotan yud, the Ramah told us that on Shabbos, you shouldn't do this whole idea that we're talking about. No Lo yachtuch ba'kikar achar abracha. Don't touch it until after the bracha. Says the mishabura v'hu adim biyomtov. The same thing is true biyomtov. Mipnei shetzaruch levarech alecha mishnah. Because both Shabbos and Yom are equal. That you have to make a bracha on lecha mishnah and chayshin on shema tishaber kulo kolam abracha. The concern is if you make a little slit, you might cut too much, and therefore we're concerned that it breaks totally before the bracha. O al kaponim shemi yachtuch kol kap baumek. Or we're concerned that you might just cut too deep into the bread. Shekeshe yochas ba'prusa lo yach. Like we said before, maybe you won't pass this test and if you would lift it up theoretically from the smaller part, the whole loaf will be lifted up. So even if you cut a little bit and it won't break off the whole piece, but it will be enough that if you hold the little side, the larger side is not going to come along with it. That's going to be a problem as well. That's considered like it's totally broken off. And we require Lecha Mishnah. Therefore, it is better on Shabbos not to make a cut at all. Even though, of course, if you don't make this slip before, it's going to take you a little longer to cut the bread after the bracha. So there's going to be a little more of a delay between your bracha and your achila. That's not considered a hefsik. Since that hefsik is for the purposes of eating, so it's not a hefsik. Just during the week, we try to be machmir and do it the better way. But on Shabbos, you can't do it the better way to make it quicker between the bracha and the achila. So you do it slower and it's not a problem. But if you look at note number four, he does point out that in Hocha Shabbos, the Meshabura brings... Although they don't make a chaticha, they don't start cutting on Shabbos for the concern that we mentioned over here. But those who are medactic are regular to at least make a mark with a knife on the chala before the bracha. Now, that's not clear that that actually is going to make you cut the chala faster afterwards. It might take you longer to look for where that uh, little mark is. But that's what the Medakta can do. They make a mark, they don't make a cut, and then hopefully that will assist them to eat the bread faster after they make the bracha of Hamotzi. Sivkotan Yud Aleph, we said that although we don't do this on Shabbos, but if you forgot and you made the cut on Shabbos like during the week, it's enomastic, it doesn't cause any problems. It doesn't make you lose out on your mitzvah mishnah. So long that if you lift up the smaller side, the whole loaf would get lifted up together with it. It's considered a shalim. So we tell you not to do it on Shabbos because of a concern that you might cut too much. But the mice, if you didn't cut too much and you did it fine, it would be 100% fine. Sivkatan Yud Beis. We said that which you shouldn't cut more than a kabeza is dafka during the week and you're eating by yourself. Aval b'shabes sivkatan your beis. Pirish the b'shabes lo milsei kiraft anusa. On Shabbos you don't look like a glutton by cutting a big piece. The mishum chibuv suda Shabbos who osa laharbos besuda. Because of your love for the suda Shabbos you're trying to be marbe in what you're eating and therefore it looks like you're zealous to do the mitzvah. You don't look like a glutton. Sivkatan Yud Gimel. Oh. We said in the Machaber, or you're eating with a lot of people, so you're cutting a big piece in order to give a kazayas to each person from that big piece. So if you have the large group of people, you can cut a bigger piece, even if it's not Shabbos, even if it's during the week. Because you plan on distributing from that piece 
pieces to every person that's a gazayas. Pirish sheikar hamitzvah lechatchila keshemotzi acherim yidei chovasan lo says lechem meaprusa shechatach lekol echad veechad mehem velomen alecha manisher. Says the mishabura the ikar mitzvah lechatchila. When you're being motzi others, you're making the hamotzi for them, is to give them a piece from that which you cut off initially from, from the bread, and not from what's left over in the bread that you didn't cut off. You have to be careful about this when there's a large suda. If one person is being motzi, everyone with his bracha, and he has a lot of people to give the bread out to, he has to make sure that his initial, initial betzia of the bread for the hamotzi is so big, that way he'll be able to give out Hamotzi, a Kazayas worth for every person that is there. Everyone gets a Kazayas. If you're going to give people less than a Kazayas, so you look like you're stingy. So you want to cut off a big enough piece that you can give each person a Kazayas. The brings down that it's a kazayas or a little bit less. There are those who say further. We're going to see later that it's according to many poskim that you should eat a kazayas at the time of the hamotzi. As some poskim say, the Dagam Ravava says that you're not pattering the other foods they can have in your suda unless you eat a kazayas first right away. So therefore, besides the fact that you don't look at tzairayim, but you want to give a person a kazayas, that way they have amount of bread that they could eat, that they could patter up with that achila, all the other foods that they're going to have later on in the suda. Let's go weiter in the Mechaber Sebez. Yevarech hamotzi lechem in ha'aretz. The bracha that you make on the bread, as we know, is hamotzi lechem in ha'aretz. The Ramah says, v'imrabim mesubim. If there are a lot of people sitting around the table, yichavnu libam lishmoa bracha. They should have kavana in their hearts to listen to the bracha. V'yanu amen, they should answer amen. V'hamavarech yichavin lo'amen sha'omrim. And Zakhtar Ramah, the one who made the bracha, should be mechavin for lo'amen, that they're answering to his bracha. And then the, Mish, the, the Mechaber says, Yitin Revach Bein Lechem Ubein Min. In the Brach of Hamotzi Lechem Min Haaretz, there should be a pause between Lechem and Min, because one ends with a Mem, one starts with a Mem. We want to emphasize both Mems properly. Says the Mishaburus of Kodem Tazayim, the Brach is Hamotzi Behei Kodem Hamem, Vin Beirach Motzi Yotzaf. You forgot the Hegel, you just said Motzi Lechem in Aretz, you're also Yotzei. Sev Kotan Yotzayim Vim Rabbim Mesubim, a lot of people sitting at the Suda, Rotzalomer Im Hamasubim, Rotzim Lotzeis Bibrachaso, the people sitting around want to be Yotzei with his Bracha. Sev Kotan Yotzayim, Yechavnu Libam, they should be Machavin in their hearts, Mishum the Kevan, the Rotzal Lotzeis Bibrachas Chaveru. Since you want to be Yotzei with the Bracha of your friend, Tzoruch Litein Daitel Lishmo, you have to be focused Pay attention to listen to it properly. Then we say Shomea Kona. Every word you hear is Kilu. You said that word yourself. The Mesuban should answer Amen. Through the answering of Amen, where you're saying that the Bracha is MS. Then it's considered Kilu who made the Bracha himself. But if you didn't answer Amin, it's not Ma'akev, like we see later in Simon Rashid Gimel, Siv Beis Ayn Sham. Then we said that the person that's making the bracha should be mechavin to the amen. Says the mishabura of katan chav. The anias amen gam came bechal habrachahi, because we say that the answering of the amen is also included in the bracha. The alpha gavdu who beirach kvar biatzmo, even though the mavarich actually made the bracha already himself. Mikomokom ayidei shaonim amen aleha, but still 
through the answering of Amen from the Mesubim, Habracha Chashuva Yoser, that gives more importance to the Bracha, makes it more Chashuv, Ulakach Nochon Lachatchila Lachavein Lotzeis Banias Amen Shaona Haona. Therefore, Lachatchila, the one making the Bracha, Shimon Lachavein to be Yotze with the Amen that the answerers are answering. The Ayim Beralacha that he brings down for other Shitas that say that actually this is not important and you don't have to be Lachavein as the Mavarech to be Yotze with the Amen of the ones who are answering. But that's what the Ramah says, and that's what the Mishnah's Buru's Mazbir, he brings the Nebrelocha, others that say it's not necessary. Sefkotan Chav Aleph Yitain Ravach, who said you should have a little pause between the words Lechem Min, Hainu Sheyavsik Ma'at, Kadeshilo Yibola Tachas Lashono Achas Mehmemen. We want you to pause a little bit so you shouldn't swallow up under your tongue one of the mems. It shouldn't sound like it's one mem. Vechain Ben Sharshte Osio Sheshavos Babrachos, and so too by any other two letters that are the same, when it comes to brachos, you want to have a pause between them, like we learned by Kriyashma, so each one should be sounded properly on its own. Let's look at the Birloch of Yanu Amin. So we said over here in Sebeiz and the Ramah that those who are listening to the bracha, Shem Mechavin Libam Lishmoa Bracha, V'yanu Amin, Zakti B'Ralocha, top line on 124, What are we saying over here that you want to be Yotze, so you answer Amin? Every bracha that you hear from the Yid, you answer Amin. So, we mention it over here that you should answer Amen, because since you specifically want to be Yotze with this bracha, you have to be focused to listen to the bracha, and answer Amen afterwards. A regular bracha that you hear, you don't have to be Mechavin to listen to the bracha to answer Amen. If you happen to hear it, you answer Amen. But over here, since you're trying to be Yotze with the bracha, there's an Indian bedafka to listen to the bracha so you can answer Amen because the Iker point is listening to the bracha and that's the only way you could be Yotze. Says the Mechaber, Vaitir Siv Gimel, Ein lovarech kodem sheyispos halacha. You should not make the bracha before you're holding the bread in your hand. Says the Mishaburah Siv Kadach Abbez, She'ein mevarchen al ha-mitzvos elo samach lasiyasan. We know we make a bracha on a mitzvah over lasiyasan. Make the bracha bite before you do the mitzvah. Kisha mitzvah biyado la asosa, when the mitzvah is actually in your hands to do it. Velo kodem lachem, we don't make the bracha earlier. Ubidyevit in beirach liacha kach natalo biyado. Bidyevit, if the bread was in front of you and you made the bracha and then you took it into your hands, so gamkein ain't sar lachso levarach, bidyevit, you were yotze, you would not have to go back and make another bracha, again, as long as it was in front of you. If it wasn't in front of you, that would be a separate story. And we'll see this discussed later in Simon Beishvav, Siv Dalet, Ayin Shavim Mishabura. We'll stop here. And Amir Tzashem, the next year, we'll go right through with Siv Dalet. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.